Palau's fisheries minister says they are trying to find a balance between conservation, protection and production when it comes to the country's marine sanctuary. The government has come under fire in recent months for its plans to reopen the Palau National Marine Sanctuary to commercial fishing. The Minister of Agriculture, Fisheries and Environment, Stephen Victor, says for many years Palau has been very ambitious in the protection of the environment, with 80% of the marine sanctuary closed off to fishing. But he says the radical approach is proving detrimental to good socio-economic outcomes. He spoke with RNZ Pacific manager Moira Tulapatela in Palau. She began by asking about the significance of Palau and the U.S. co-hosting the Our Ocean Conference, which opens in Koro tomorrow. It is uh, quite significant for Palau as the first uh, small island developing state to host uh, a large uh, event like the Our Ocean Conference. And we thank the United States for uh, helping Palau organize uh, this event. Uh, The production itself requires uh, a lot of technical expertise as well as resources. And and the United States was able to come and help us uh, organize uh, the production as well as uh, uh, help uh, sort of lay out uh, a program that uh, is inclusive of everyone's concern and and that allows for uh, dialogue. So uh, to me that has been uh, one of the greatest sort of what I've seen uh, in terms of uh, partnership to host a, a conference and particularly the, I would say, two big, difference within uh, uh, this uh, Palau Our Ocean Conference uh, is that uh, the youth are being integrated within the conference. Uh, in prior conference, the youth would have uh, their own forum and then come uh, to the conference to present their resolution. This time around, we believe that the youth are the future of uh, our planet and they're the future of the ocean and therefore we we believe that they need to be engaged in the conversation with uh, leaders as well as private sectors so they've been integrated into the conference and number two we're in uh, a pacific island and we believe and we felt that uh, uh, ensuring that indigenous voice is integrated within the conference uh, and as we've known uh, based on a lot of uh, studies that indigenous-driven conservation is sustainable and, and has a long-term uh, uh, benefits. And so this conference, we have a, a seven thematic area around the indigenous uh, uh, leadership. So I think those are two key differences uh, that uh, the United States and Palau has partnered to sort of develop uh, within the Our Ocean Conference. And I guess too, um, thinking about things like the traditional knowledge in terms of conservation for a lot of uh, Pacific people, which could contribute quite significantly as as the conference develops. For us uh, in the Pacific, a lot of what drives us to achieve conservation is our traditional ecological knowledge and practices. These are things that uh, our ancestors and our parents uh, did in the past to ensure that we have uh, and we still have uh, an ocean and marine resources that we have today and that continues uh, to drive uh, how uh, many of the Pacific Island as well as many indigenous communities uh, sort of view uh, conservation. Uh, uh, We're present with uh, a challenge of uh, how do we make sure that we're balancing production and protection. Uh, Too much production is not good for the environment 
and too much protection is also not good for socioeconomic well-being of communities. So we need to find the balance of protection and production. And for Palau, that's kind of our uh, focus and priority in this conference is to ensure that dialogue happens and that we walk away with uh, a more a greater appreciation of the need to have that conversation around production and protection. And I think also that Palau is very much a leader in terms of conservation as well. Yes, and Palau uh, for many years have made a very high um, ambitious uh, uh, conservation uh, protection and the environment. For example, the Palau National Marine Sanctuary, which essentially closed 80% of our ocean. We had a, a juncture at this ocean conference where re- realizing some of the weakness of having an 80% closure, and, and we need to readjust that. There's a big noise out in the Palawan community and globally that readjusting 80% is rolling back conservation, but that's essentially not what we're trying. We're trying to ensure that the policy as well as management is durable. And being durable meaning it has to balance production and protection. There's too much emphasis on protection that is causing socioeconomic hardship to the people of Palau. And we believe that uh, Palau has already a lot of uh, policies in place that protects the ocean. We're one of the few countries in the world that bans deep sea mining. We ban uh, bottom trolling. We've established the first uh, nationwide national marine sanctuary. We ban uh, percent fishing on uh, free floating fats. So essentially, the whole of Palau's ocean is a sanctuary. We're simply sort of readjusting uh, a domestic fishing zone that becomes uh, financially viable that then can generate enough revenue to support uh, management and to support the uh, uh, people of Palaus and so that it becomes a durable policy that has durable conservation benefits and durable uh, contribution to Palaus economy. I guess COVID-19 has made this, um, brought some of these issues forward more than probably what would have been. It's um, impacted a lot of the Palau economy, as it has many Pacific nations. Yes, and while the the pandemic has been uh, a great uh, challenge uh, for the whole world, I also see it as an opportunity to reset how we view nature. Many of us... uh, during the pandemic, we went back uh, to relying on nature for our sustenance. And to me, that is the essence of why we do conservation, is to help support uh, the communities. And so three years ago, when we talk about the need for balance of production and protection, many people didn't really believe that we will come to a point where our food supply will run out. Just a year ago, we were realizing that. We were realizing that today, making conservation a much more critical discussion to be had and ensuring that we're balancing uh, production with protection because it is the resource that we fall back into in times of hardships. It is the resource that helps generate income to indigenous communities. While it may be small, it's a constant source of income that protects and helps families. So To me, it's the safety net that we need to protect, but making sure that uh, protection and production are balanced and so that it does not become hardship to 
uh, indigenous and to coastal communities.